Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Um, welcome to episode 325. Um, just a little episode to uh, update all the listeners of the historic preservationist. Um, we kind of started on a whim back in, uh, I believe, February, um, kind of with the onset of COVID. That may have had something uh, something to do with it as, as I began to look through uh, a, a lot of my notes over the last 30, 35 years, whether it be architecture, uh, cabinet making, uh, woodwork, designing, furniture building, uh, anything to do with historical materialism. And, uh, you know, I think the, uh, the podcast is a great success. And I, you know, everyone out there would, uh, you know, hears this. What inspires me is 17th through 19th century history. And uh, not only history, but it's how to maintain things, how to fix things, how to keep things on a good track as my uh, forebearers have set them in motion. So, uh, and, and a lot of this comes from notes and readings and, and a whole myriad of places. So, but I just uh, wanted to let everyone know, I mean, uh, sometimes when I listen to podcasts, I wonder who's listening and how many are listening and where they're coming from. So I, uh, everyone is listening from around the world. Um, any given day, uh, we've hit a high now of, I believe, 1,440 listeners on a single day around the world. So to me, that's pretty astonishing. That shows there's a um, there is hope in the world. There's there's people that do aspire to save good things, things that are designed, artful things in the world, and if not save them, but ponder them. And and we're in such a law of uh, historical materialism now. We're quote younger people, and when I say this, I don't mean not all younger people, but the good majority of them um, just don't care about history, and they don't care about these objects. When I was when I was twenty seven years old, I was working for people that were in their late seventies and eighties, and this continued to be my trend. Um, but now they've all passed on, and I'm dealing with their kids. And you know, I always use an example as as an appraiser. Uh, someone had a, a a clock collection of eighteenth century tall clocks that well superseded you know uh, almost five hundred thousand dollars. Today, the, the, the child comes back to me after the father passes, and he wants to get an updated appraisal on the father's collection and how he can sell it. And he can't believe that the, the collection over 500000 at one time is down to about 70000 And there's not an easy way to sell it today. The, the world has changed. People's likes, dislikes have changed. And the way that we purchase things have changed. It used to be a point in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and early 80s that antique dealers had pickers and had specific people in the field to acquire their, their objects. They put in their workshops or their showrooms and, and uh, the various uh, venues they would go to display throughout the year. But all that's been brought down to a level playing field where anyone can go on any given auction at every, any given day and, you know, being outbidding or bidding competitively with the dealer. Um, the dealer may know clients who are not listening to that auction, but it's it's taken a lot of the wind out of the sales of the objects in general. So objects are in trouble, and I feel we're losing them exponentially uh, every day in this country, historic objects of, of furniture and, and art. Um, 
I think a lot of the furniture from what I'm seeing at auctions is getting into the wrong hands. Um, people uh, said, oh, I can never buy it when it's $4,500. Now it's $350 or four or $500. I think I can buy that. But when it starts to break, they, they, don't, they don't make a quick repair. They don't call a restorer. And before you know it, you're losing pieces here and there. And it's, it's, it's a degradative uh, funnel that just never, never ends. And uh, so it, it continues on. But um, again, just very happy to uh, say that, you know, and again, any given day, 1,440 people around the world are listening to my podcast. And I just want to thank everyone for listening. And I'm going to try and give you varied, more specific information as uh, as I go on and uh, and ever expand this and find different ways. And I'm just going to go down a list of the countries uh, around the world that are actively listening to my podcast today. So let's let's start. Let's reel some of these off. Canada, Ireland, Sweden, the United Kingdom, the Netherlands, Switzerland, Russia, France, Romania, Belgium, Australia, Austria, Germany, Colombia, Norway, Brazil, Iceland, the Philippines, Japan, Argentina, Mexico, Peru, Malta, and Denmark. So, um, I will continue on um, being inspired. Uh, I try not to live in, in the small world of, of my section here in the States, but try at times to give everyone an international flair of the origins of art and who's trying to maintain it and, 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 it's, and the whatnot and the likeness about it. So, uh, But anyway, thanks to everyone, and uh, we're going to sign off now, and we're going to get into another episode and... Uh, but uh, so maybe uh, times that are not so good have spawned this type of venue, which, uh, you know, and, and unfortunately today we're burgeoning into, uh, you know, the 1st of December. And, and I understand that in America, every 60 seconds, there is one person dying of the pandemic every 60 seconds. So um Hopefully this is some entertainment for people that uh, want to stay at home. So uh, periodically drop me a line if you can. Thanks so much. Uh, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist, signing out. Thanks for listening.